this that thing right now where it's already recording? Real fast. <laughs> there my is notes, no toilet, notes. only Zool. Can you? <laughs> is that a reference to Boys and Ghouls podcast? That was mm. terrible. Can we all be heard well? Yeah. Everyone speak for a moment. From here. Speaking. Talk. Wow. It sounds great. Is it great? Is it really? It sounds really good. I'm so glad. Good. Great. Excellent. Great. Good. Great. Excellent. No one knows I'm lying. Oh. Will you impersonate how Miranda says okay? She only says okay one way. I don't know how Sarah Michelle Gellar says it. How does... Cindy Nixon or Miranda? Oh, I know. Sarah Michelle Gellar says okay. It's what we noticed last night. How she says okay and it's always condescending. Does she say okay? Oh, um, uh, she says okay. Okay. Always. Okay. Always. It's like when Richard says, I was scared, and she goes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but she says it whatever in situation. Yeah. She said okay, whatever no, it's to true. Steve, yeah. right? Okay. Last night? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, Indeed. Hey, guys. Hey. Hello. Good. Great. Excellent. We're off to a really quiet start. Uh, well, welcome to episode 12 of Carry On, the Sex in the City podcast. This episode is special. Sex. 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 Because it is the season finale of yeah. Sex in the City, a season one. And uh, I'm your co-host, Kat Knipe. Hi, and I'm Noni Stein. <laughs> That's Alec Wells. And with us tonight in a Noni, very that, special episode. Is that, is that episode, a picture of you and Madonna? It is. That's, we were both into Kabbalah. Oh, okay. Great. We both go to the same cabal. Sorry, Cash, I had asked Noni a question. It's okay. Um, uh, this is a very special episode because it's the season finale. So we decided to have two of our favorite guests on. Oh, duh. Ooh. I'm Daniel Montgomery. <laughs> and I'm Matthew Scott Montgomery. Ooh. 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 It's lovely having you the four- Yeah, welcome, guys. I would just like to say that this... Because this is the season finale, does this mean we're officially done with that first season-itis? No. I mean, yes. There was no... Spiking the lens in this episode. There was no, no, no but talking unfortunately, to the audience this episode. it happens in season two. It does. It does happen oh. a little bit, but that's the last. I mean, that's the Jeez. last season. Yes. There was no brunch in this episode. Was there no, no brunch? Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, let's talk about the episode. We're actually let's just set this up. Uh, sure. We all four of us just finished watching episode twelve of season one of Sex and the City. It's yes. an episode entitled "Oh Come All Ye Faithful." Joyful and triumphant, O come ye, O come ye to Bethlehem. You know, I found myself thinking, I really wish there was a religion-themed episode of Sex and the City. I didn't. I wasn't thinking that. (laughs) Yeah, right? Exactly. really got it. This episode... Almost every line. Have a little faith. Every line. This episode aired... (laughs) This episode aired August 23rd, 1998, written by Michael Patrick King and nobody else. MPK FTW. MPK FTW all the way. Um, and directed by Matthew Harrison, who also directed the previous episode um, of Sex and the City, and the short film Penis. That's there's, right. a, there's a short film called Penis? Yeah, it's only yeah. three inches long. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a real movie? Yeah, it, well, we talked about short this in, film penis. In the there's like tons of episode of Carry that. On, but he directed the the oh. last episode, The Drought, oh. and um, and I was looking at his IMDb credits, and he only he directed he's directed several things, but one of which was a unfortunately a short film. I have so many questions, penis. but I guess I should just listen to the last episode. Yeah. And my um, about okay, penis. and also, uh, oh, 
I just wanted to note that the entire... I mentioned this in the first episode of Carry On, but the entire first season of Sex and City was filmed in 16mm. Uh, I believe mm-hmm. that's done after this episode, but it gives it that real gritty quality. Yeah, and I was it's reading, very I was reading an early review. Yeah, I was reading an early review of the series that, that touted it as like, oh, it gives it a real documentary feel, and I'm like, that's not a good thing. I don't like that. I love how stylized and glossy and shiny and glamorous. Give me the gloss. Give me the glitz. I mean, when the she gloss, the gloss, the glamorous. <laughs> when Carrie was leaning out the window, and it's so grainy. On her face yeah. and whitewashed. I just, I know how much better circles it can. on her cheeks. Yeah, she has those clown pink dots on her cheeks. So this episode has a very obvious religious overtone. Yeah. You get bashed over the head with it. Yeah. Really oh do. God. I would say it'd be complimentary to say it was subtext because <laughs> it really was not. So in this episode, we open. Um, on Miranda having coitus with the gentleman. Mid coitus. Yeah. Thomas Jane. That's right. No. Playwright. No. no. Thomas John Anderson. No, no Paul Thomas name. Anderson. Yeah, Paul Thomas <laughs> Jane from My Girl? No. Thomas Jane is, is an actor. He's, he's from... in The Mist. He's, yeah. he's on the show Hung. And he was on... Uh, what was the He was on Arrested Col- Development. Thomas J. Yeah. Thomas J. He can't see without his glasses. He can't see without his glasses. Oh, I will, I will cry. Tom, uh, so Miranda's dating a playwright, Thomas John Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only is she dating him, she's having great, sweaty, glistening, back-beaded sex. Perfectly, yes. perfectly yeah. timed sex, same position every time. Yeah. Yeah. Mutual orgasms, what more do you want? But there's one problem. That's right. That after he has his orgasm, he has to take off and have a shower immediately after the yeah, sex. He does. She decided to confront Thomas John Anderson as soon as he dried off. So, what's with the showers? <laughs> what do you mean? You always get up and shower right after we're done. I'm starting to feel like it's me. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not you. It's just... What? It's just a habit I have. Growing up, the nuns told us that sex was a sin, so I just, you know, got into the habit of taking a shower after it. You know, Kane. Oh, the nuns. Miranda suddenly realized she was dating Catholic guy. Because he's a Catholic and he was raised by oh, nuns to believe that nuns. sex is I don't know dirty. if he was raised by nuns. I just... I, as much as he went to, like, Catholic school. Right, where yeah. they raised him. Where they raised the, where him. Where the nuns raised him. Oh, the nuns was probably one of my... Miranda had a bunch of great lines. She had a episode. bunch of great yes. But Oh, the nuns, I thought was pretty good. Yeah. I want to... Now, I just want to talk about something that is something I've noticed about Sex in the City in season one and beyond yes. is that when they have male guest stars, it's always very average looking They're men always forgettable faces. who are like in their 30s and who are balding. Yeah. Why is okay. this the men, the man that is being chosen because, in every Because episode, I think that's the man that's gonna like that's the man that Miranda would be <sighs> sleeping with. It's yeah. not just yeah. Miranda either. Although, I don't know. I guess, well... But they're always just like, I'm dating a really attractive guy right now who's got a lot going for him, and he's just a little bit schlubby. Yeah. Well, there's so many. I ma- agree. There's so, there's so many, many of them guys. to go through. Yeah. I mean, yeah. This is coming from someone who just watched all of season one in the last 48 hours because yeah. I hadn't seen all the episodes. God before, bless up, you. To catch up in that. And really, all the show is is the girls dating one guy, and he. 
he does the one thing wrong, and uh-huh. the second he does that one thing, he's labeled because of that one thing, and then they break yeah. up. But everything he, else he doesn't is perfect, do one thing that's perfect. But for that that's one right. thing, that's right. It's almost always a sexual thing. Yes. I just, I don't know. In a city with so many men, I couldn't help but wonder. Yeah. Couldn't they find a guy with a full head of hair? I appreciate yeah. what you're saying that. Yeah. I do. That, uh, anyway, moving but, on. But so as far as we're, so th- this is really bleh, maybe the only time they really ever talk about religion. Other, I mean, right? Yeah. Well, 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 well except my mother for all board the myself. Stuff. Did they talk about it there? A little bit? Well, I was just thinking that when. Brady, when Brady gets Brady gets back. Oh sure, oh, right. original sin. And I yeah. love the way they handle Yeah, that's that that has a lot of religion. Yeah, that's sin. true. Is that does that have a thematic construct throughout the episode? Yeah, I think it yeah. does. It does. Um, remember where she's trying to Samantha's trying to seduce the monk or whatever, and she brings in the pieces. Oh, no, that's a different episode. I'm thinking fuck. of unoriginal sin where it'll take a lot more than holy water to wash away your sins or whatever. Where she's talking to Richard, that's when Brady it, gets baptized. Oh, you're right. So so this is not the I know what you're yeah. talking about, Friar right. Fuck. I'm just nope. thinking of every no, but example Friar of them Fuck is a big. Well, anyway, so I guess he had a full head of hair. He did. He, he did. Absolutely. He did. I guess this. He didn't have that monk thing where they're bald right at no, the crown of their didn't. skull. He definitely didn't. I I had a friend named Rachel in middle school, and she was Jewish, and, and her she dad, had a bald spot. Her dad had a bald spot. <laughs> Right where the yarmulke goes, oh, which I thought convenient. was why he was Jewish. I was like, oh, he must be or Jewish. Or is it why he's bald? Rachel. All the rubbing. Because of the yarmulke. With the yarmulke. Hmm. I couldn't help but wonder. To... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pray it's on It's a question that. for the ages. But this, so this episode centers around, so sure, uh, okay, so Miranda's storyline is Mr. Catholic, who... The ultimate resolution of the story, you know, Miranda puts up with him showering immediately after sex a few times and then finally asks him why, to which he explains, well, the nuns taught me that sex was dirty, so I just kind of got into the habit of showering after. Yeah. And he's okay with that. He's like, this is the way it is. And she's like, oh, okay. But then the next time they have sex, she decides to kind of like try to see if he might yeah. enjoy just being Slaying with each other. With just her. laying, just still yeah. with it poked in. Oh, oh God. Oh, oh God. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Oh. Wait, I want to hold you. <laughs> I'll be right back. Stay here a second. <laughs> Isn't this nice? Us together? Yeah. Look, I'm just gonna go jump in the shower and then boom, I'm all yours. There's nothing sinful about sex. Oh. Oh, really? Well, thanks for clearing that up. And what is that, the uh, gospel according to Miranda? What are you gonna tell me next? That God made the body? And if God made the body and sex is an expression of that body, how can anything made by that God-made body be considered sin? Well, yeah. <laughs> it's a miracle! I'm healed! Oh, you're free to go work with the lepers now. I guess this means I'm not going to hell. Great news! Thank you, Miranda. Thank you for saving my immortal soul. He completely explodes on her, and he's like, oh, so you're going to tell me God made the body, and if God made the body, then we should enjoy blah, blah. And she's like, well, yeah. And he and just he's flaps like, those arms around. He's yeah. like, well, And you thanks. know his, his peen is just flapping, Just flopping. Too. We're That's meant to imagine his naked peen flopping, though we can't see it. And the reason why I'm speeding through the storyline is that's literally, that's all her all entire storyline. All I could think about was the fact mm-hmm. that s- s- uh, Miranda's sheet kept slipping down to, to yeah. uncover her tits. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, 
the only reason she's covering them up is because she's on camera. If, That's right. If, if they were like a couple in real life, he's staying there with his cock flapping. Well, yeah. should she have her tits laying she out? She might, too? except they're having an argument, and I've had arguments po- in in <laughs> compromising. You know what I mean? We try and, to cover up your tits. Yeah, absolutely. Because you don't deserve to look at them if we're arguing. Maybe it's a guy and a girl a thing. Because when guys argue, we just we just want the you cock just flop out the whole those time. dangles. There's always a reason I can't see boobs. There's <laughs> always an excuse. Yeah. So Miranda is frustrated <laughs> as she says to Carrie. She's upset with all religions because their entire, basically their entire Quakers, uh, Shakers, Quakers, Shakers, Jewish, Presbyterian, booty, they're Amish, just here momish. to momish, shmomish. They're here to ruin our sex lives. That's yeah. what Miranda yeah, says. Yeah, she says that. And that's kind of just that's kind of it for Miranda's storyline. Well, it's not fine. all ruined for Miranda because lo hand behold, <sighs> guess who comes popping oh, up in the third reel? Scooter. Scooter. Oh, Slipper shows up. Can I just Slipper. say, okay, I have a theory Skipper. about Miranda. Are you guys yeah, ready? I'm ready. After I'm watching, nervous. After watching the last few episodes, she is so manipulative and it hurts my feelings to watch some of the things that she does yes with Sid when she's pretending to be a lesbian I know Mm -hmm. we talked about it or you guys talked about it in that episode or whatever but how she treats her is mm-hmm. disgusting. Like she's not even a human being. Kind yes. Of thing. yes. And then how she treats Skinner's abs or Spinner. What? Spooner. <laughs> I can't remember Spinner. Spinner. How she treats Principal Skinner is like, <laughs> it's inexcusable. Yes. yes. Because she knows that he's in love with her, so she's just using him to and feel good is, about herself. This is the first time Miranda's done this, no. by the way. He's so she, she did knows, this exact thing like a few episodes. She knows two he's episodes so in love ago. with her that he broke up with a, a woman while he was still inside. I know. Mid coitus. You're breaking up with me, and you're still inside of me. She knows yeah. he, that's how much he loves her. And the appropriate thing to do would be to stay away from Spinner. Yeah. But she yes. doesn't. She runs well, into him at this, at this club at three in the morning and decides to take him home. Yeah. What a bitch. And that's really where it ends. It, I that was hoping he And I wouldn't be, gone. I mean, we do see, he. he's. Yeah. Yeah. He's not gone totally. Yes. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> but not right now. But We're they all get here rid of together. him pretty it's quickly fine. after that. Yeah, they do. But Would so, you say that they resurrect him? No. Is that like a Jesus joke? I am drinking wine. Yeah. Whoa, that um, was water before. <laughs> sorry. Now, okay. I'm so Can, sorry. Whoa. That was terrible. Can we speak to fashion just for a yes. second? Yes. So turn after, to the left. Uh, Miranda. Now turn to the right. Well, this is a scene um, after Miranda has found that he has um, sex and then showers. Uh, she and Carrie are just walking down the street. And <gasps> Carrie's outfit, I want it. Carrie looks so great. And Miranda, what she's wearing she? orthopedic black shoes. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to what Miranda was wearing because oh, Carrie, oh was my wearing, God. Carrie was wearing she, the skinniest pencil thin capris that were high waisted with this perfect three quarter length bright pink yes. high necked yeah, right. sweater and beautiful heels. And she couldn't have looked Red more sweaters. slight. Yes. That slight frame, that perfect outfit. Mm-hmm. And I'm so jealous of her body. Slouch I didn't even see. What was Miranda her. wearing? She looked like Big's mother. I thought that was Big's mother no. for a second. <laughs> she, looked, and I was like, she, looked oh, like, she looked like Steve's mother. She looked like Big's a mother bag looks lady. Like, looks like I Angel bought my own no, she, looked like, she looked like this pizza tastes like trash. <laughs> it is trash. Like, uh, like, she what are you like, talking about? Got, I know that's We gotta take little Stevie to the zoo or whatever she says. <laughs> no, she, Miranda's wearing like baggy flap pants and like... Like, like sweat shoes. Probably what she needed was a sweat big. Shoes. A, she needed like a really big, baggy garbage bag, shiny gold lame jacket, like Ew. Samantha wears after she yes. has her yes. date with Ted Baker or whatever yes. the hell his name is. 
She looked like a she looked like a man named Claude. If you know what Clomping I mean. Clomping down the street. <laughs> she looked Claude. Like, she looked like Ricky Gervais in Derek. Is Claude oh, Clyde with Derek, kindness accent. is magic. Well, anyway, the, they, no, were they there eating was some shaved crazy ice fashions. in that scene? Probably. I couldn't hear what they were eating in that delicious. scene. I don't think I it was shaved ice. It was like it Tasty too, Delight, maybe. It looked way too creamy Maybe. to be shaved It was ice. something, it was it in might a have been like cup and they were late licking 90s it. Tasty Delight. It could be. I will say that on my notes that I took while we watched the episode, I wrote, those pants. Her, yeah. Carrie's pants. Yes. Oh. I could have been talking about either Carrie or Miranda. Yeah. I don't even Carrie. remember what Charlotte's storyline is. Oh, you don't remember her going to the hoodoo chicken blood people? Okay, yes. Find out where her ass is getting married. You don't remember her going to Carcosa? Charlotte's a lunatic. Let's discuss Can I say this. something about Charlotte? Theory I have about Charlotte about watching the entire yes. series? Please. She's not the biggest whore of them all, but literally well, every single episode, she is a guy that she's about to marry. The yes. Every episode's like, Charlotte's been dating so-and-so. He did this and this. He's super rich. and Everything was perfect They're until he doesn't pick married. out the right China pattern. Or he does that one thing that Charlotte doesn't like. Yes. So she dumps him. But literally every episode, it's so hard to and keep up with. And that keeps going. Because yeah. later, yeah, there's the does. bad kisser story. Storyline. But, all kinds but do, of you, stuff. do you do you think that's a bad thing? I just think it's it's surprising for me. Watching She's an season extreme monogamy because I'm thinking she, she is. And you know what? I I think that I think I may be giving the writers too much credit, or maybe not. But I agree with you. And uh, Charlotte, I mean, even at this episode, she thinks she's gonna marry some guy that bumps into her on the street. Literally. Right. Yeah. But if you think about it, and that's true, every. Every guy she dates, she thinks she's going to marry him, mm-hmm. and there's that one thing or whatever, and like, spoiler alert everybody, but cut to Trey McDougal or whatever, it's got to be perfect, everything's got to be perfect, it's mm-hmm. got to be perfect, and that all that ends up like blowing up in her face, yeah. mm-hmm. and ends up with Harry, who's the exact opposite of every guy right. that's happened the whole, right. yeah. the whole season, You're right. because he has so everything yeah. wrong with him, yeah. and it's that much of a transformation. I guess, but the one her. important thing is that he's perfect for her, My, yeah. Yeah, he and is. they're in love. What's surprising yeah. to me is I always think of... Oh, Samantha probably has the most partners out of ever, anyone on the show because she's always having sex. But Charlotte's the most emotional, emotionally slutty. Yeah. But she's probably as emotionally slutty as Samantha is physically. Slutty. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? yeah. I mean, every episode, there's a guy of, that she's. I'm, I'm sure if we if someone counted that Charlotte sleeps with more men on screen than Carrie does. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, or, yeah. Or, she yeah. definitely. Yeah. definitely. You know I, mean? I I I you made me realize something that I found strange about this episode, which is. You know, we we put a certain power on these um, season-ending episodes. Like the uh-huh. last, the season finale, something big is going to happen. Something that alters uh-huh. the character, sets their course for next season, yeah. or upends our expectations about them. And I came into this episode expecting that, no. and I think I was disappointed. Sure. Um, I, I, I mean... You mean for, for all the characters? For... For any... For, I think for Charlotte... For sure. I mean, you Wait. want you want a little bit of the Harry Goldenblatt for her, or or something that gives us some kind of direction for a character, which leads me to believe they still hadn't quite figured out I think well, who probably, these characters were. And we're doing that were. thing that I hate, which is we still didn't outline sorry, for the listeners. Yes. No, 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 it's okay. We still didn't outline for the listeners what Charlotte's storyline is, which is that she goes to a psych, a couple of psychics over the course of the episode because she wants to know when she's going to get married because. Samantha, fall, spoiler alert, Samantha's storyline is that she says she thinks she's in love, which is bullshit. She could see him marry this um, dude, which is yeah, But Charlotte Her is so rocked. Totally Charlotte really is, we'll, we'll do that in just 20 seconds. Charlotte is so rocked by Samantha saying she thinks she's in love and that she could marry a guy 
uh, that Charlotte starts, she's in a tailspin, so she decides to go to a couple of psychics to see when she's going to get married, and both of them, through various means, say, you're never getting married. The idea that Samantha could possibly get married before she did shook Charlotte's beliefs to the core. She took some drastic action. She made an appointment to see Noni Stein, psychic to the stars and a cosmic connection, who lived in a brownstone between Central Park West and Columbus. Okay. Now, is there one question in particular? Well, no. Just, there is. (laughs) When will I get married? Ace of Wands, Prosperity. Nine of Cups, Strength and Independence. The Hanged Man, A New Awakening. You're a strong, independent woman with great success in your future, but I do not see marriage. Excuse me? I don't see it. What? I don't see marriage. Well, how can you just say that like that? I mean... What about my feelings? Honey, I'm, I'm a psychic. I'm not a shrink. Mm-hmm. So she's totally freaked out, but then she gets her faith back at the end of the episode. Well, she kind of realizes when she goes to the chicken blood place with the, <laughs> the, the yolkless eggs and the yellow she king. Vis- I call the power of all the saints. Saint Lazarus. Saint Rosa. Saint Rosa. Send me your guidance. Send me the truth. Send me an answer. No yoke. What does that mean? You'll never be married. You are cursed. But do not worry. For a hundred dollars, we can remove it. And you know, they say I'm. You're never going to get married. And the guy, one of the guys, who's the translator, I guess, for the hoodoo voodoo woman. He's like, yes. you're cursed. You're cursed. But for a hundred dollars, we can take away the curse. And I think that kind of. Yeah. And Charlotte Charlotte's goes. Smart Wait a minute. To be like, oh. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't listen to these people. And so she walks down the street at four a.m. Um, yeah. And bumps into a really good-looking guy, and immediately realizes, no, he, I, he's still out there. I know he's still out there. Mm-hmm. Believe, Believe me, me he's, he's out, out there. there. <laughs> Is it possible to crack an egg and not have yellow? You know yes. what? I was thinking that maybe the when you I watched the hand and the egg in that scene, I was like, maybe they cracked it and then they did some sneak trick with... it, it's my personal belief that this is a trick that they do on all their customers do you have yeah. faith yeah. in that yes um well are you asking in real life like is it possible to crack an egg and not have a yolk because uh, yeah. i think i know it's possible to have multiple yolks I think it's, it's also possible, possible to crack to that egg and have a tiny little dead chicken in it. oh god ew what are you talking yeah. about yeah it is yeah it is seriously it's never happened to me in, from, let's go out and buy some eggs and crack them all open and all see what happens them. that sounds disgusting that's no yolk oh um said i uh, ain't no hate <laughs> <laughs> don't call me that so um, wait so, so okay alec d- yeah. does someone who wants to outline samantha's because uh, you know what i'm not gonna say it someone alec. else is gonna have to tell that alec. alec what's samantha's storyline hey everybody um here is samantha's god forsaken story now are we talking about 
our beloved Samantha Jones. You know Sam what? No, Jones. this is Sam. Okay, yeah, this, this is, is season. Sam. I don't Sam. recognize this I don't woman. Know who Sam this Jones is. is a college student. This rings so false. You know what, and Sam? We story were story rooting for you. <laughs> so, so the ladies are at some bar, and <laughs> they're all dressed like they're going. to Samantha traips in. Kim Cattrall was on Xanax in this episode. It seems like she's very subdued. I, yeah. think, it's, I think she was directed that way. Because Probably. she's a fantastic actress. She is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's so specific, the choices that she's making, that I think it was directed I think you're right, too. I don't mm-hmm. like them, but yeah. I, think you're, yeah. I think you're right, too. Well, fuck you, Matthew Harrison. <laughs> and your three-inch penis actually, shirt. I actually didn't hate his directing in this episode. As far oh, as no, the, like, the camera and everything. But, like... But like physical, like actual mechanical directing. But anyway, Alec, you, you're you're it's just, skirting it's, it's the really issue. It's just clunky and unnerving. Just yes. Samantha. Saying oh, Samantha! Those Absolutely. What does she say, Alec? This is. I, I'll say this about the journey that we've been on thus far, which is I. I have, it's season one itis. I don't like watching early episodes. They haven't found their footing. Can't blame you with this one. But. For the most part, I'm glad that I've seen these, except for this singular storyline, which takes everything that I know and love about Samantha as a character and shits all over it. Shit. Samantha comes in, she reveals to the ladies that she's in love, none of the other ladies know how to act because it rings completely false to them too, everyone's just... (sighs) <sighs> staring at her. They don't know what yeah. to say. She doesn't know what to say. What makes it worse is, like, the stuff we see of Samantha before she tells that to the girls is her... She's alone at some jazz club Because or she loves jazz. And so she's clapping she's enthusiastically. And James comes in. It all started a couple of weeks ago on a particularly blah Wednesday night. Samantha decided to treat herself to a night of great music. I couldn't help but notice how you moved to the music. It's beautiful. Well, I, I love jazz. That's pretty clear. Are you a musician? Yeah. Trapped in the body of a lawyer. Well, we won't tell anyone. May I join you? Sure. After they closed the jazz joint, they walked and talked for blocks. You have to at least try one of the glazed. It's a little bit of heaven. Mmm. Heavenly. <laughs> and I never thought I'd get there. Why not? An angel like you. And then Samantha did something rather shocking for a first date. She didn't ask him home. And they have this horribly non-witty repartee. And... Then they have those There's Krispy zero creams. chemistry. And then, oh, and they have Krispy Kreme donuts. By the way, this episode of Carry On brought to you by Krispy Kreme glazed donuts. I wish. I wish we were eating that shit right Me now. Me too. And honestly. I'd like to point out that she says they're heavenly, and I never thought I'd get there. Uh-huh. And he says, why not? You're an angel. An angel like you. And that won her be- over. That's all no, you have to do to I make have, Samantha have Jones a, fall in I have love a yokeless goose egg on my head from being beaten over the head <laughs> yeah. with all of this religious I talk. know. You were beat over the head with that Bible. 
god, that Bible book. A <laughs> stack Bible of Bible books. Bible book. Um, uh, one more thing. Okay, can we, are we done with the other ladies? Can we move on to Carrie? Well, well no, no, let's no, talk we're definitely oh, not. More. The best part about we're this. Yeah. Now, well, for oh, me, it god. doesn't bother me the inauthenticity that we get with Sam Jones at the beginning because you know it's just a setup for a gag. Yeah. Right. You know that's not real. You know she's not in love. You know she's not going to get married anytime soon. It's just a setup because yes. the dude's going to have a small dick and she's not going to be in love. Well, so that's what happens. Yeah. She yeah. waits to have that sex because she really is in love with this guy. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, 30s probably balding and <laughs> and and she says just un, unzip it and come over here already yep and and then she tells him to put it in and he says it is in james has a small dick oh well it's not the end of the world it's really small how small too small well size isn't everything three inches well hard Ooh. Hmm. Is he a good kisser? Oh, who the fuck cares? His dick is like a gherkin. I feel so terrible. Listen to me. I'm a bad person. Don't beat yourself up. You had certain expectations and you're disappointed. Why? Why? Why does he have to have a small dick? I really like him. I thought you loved him. Well. Oh, look, we've all been there. That's for sure. I was once with a guy the size of one of those little miniature golf pencils. Couldn't tell if he was trying to fuck me or erase me. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. It's, Look, just, it's funny. Let's not lose perspective. There are ways to work around this. But I don't want to work around it. I love a big dick. I love it inside of me. I love looking at it. I love everything about it. When I blow him, it's like nothing. Nothing. Can you talk to him about it? No. It's the only thing we can't talk about. What am I going to do? How is he with his tongue? Is that possible? I have a fat... I'm so glad you asked that question, <laughs> Matthew. Because I have a fascination, Tell probably unhealthy, Alan. with micropenile disease. Oh, you uh, do? Is I, that? Are we joking? Is that No, like no, I'm not joking No, it's real. All. Micropenile. You can find pictures. I don't know if it's a disease. I know it's a thing. It's they, definitely people refer it's to a very it as a small disease, thing. but it's micropenis. I mean, it's not. Yeah, a micropenis. So the first time Is I it discovered like a this, <laughs> the first time I discovered this was, I guess Howard Stern when you woke had up some. Uh, I no. looked down and I didn't see anything. Alec, put that back in there. It, it is, is back in. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Go on. <laughs> Howard Stern was having men on who had micro penis. I was going to say, I know Howard really? Stern's got a big old Yeah, teeth. and... Um, yeah. I thought Howard Stern has a small heart. penis. No, he always says he has a small one. Oh, he's so tall. I'm sorry, Alex. In case of that tall dick. Anywho. <laughs> we should just Google micro penis we will. dick disease. We definitely will Do you think James, James Harrison had... Yeah, I think he has a micro penis. Who's James My Harrison? understanding was it was just a really, but isn't micro isn't a micro penis like a really like really Matthew really Harrison. really small? This it's really small. I think Matthew. this is like that the thing director. where it's like if you're five feet tall, you're normal. If you're four eleven, you're a dwarf. It's like there's that there's that subtle okay. difference. So Alex, tell know? us more about these micro penises. Wait, so where, where how so, did you Howard Stern? What I'm so sorry. So Howard you, Stern micro penis. I mean, you can just look so up. So Howard Stern had a bunch of baby. I dicks am, on. but you tell your story while yes, I look up a penis. And there, and then from that, I, I discovered that there mind. is a whole subculture of pornography 
of women humiliating men what? with micro penises. Oh, I like that. Matthew, are you ready? Just me? Well, is everyone ready? Because we're, we're we've, we've Google <gasps> pictures of micro penises. Look at that! Oh, it looks like See, National I Geographic. I want to try and like describe for the listeners. Yeah, for what our listeners, we're we're, we're, that's a baby. That's not a, that's that's cat. That's a baby. Here's <laughs> what it looks well, like. Well, babies have micro. I'm a little uncomfortable too. that we're looking <laughs> sorry, at this. No, it's so fine. We're, I want to keep looking at it. It's, <laughs> Here, I'll try and describe. Is there a grown like, man with a baby? That's just, an adult male. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a giant clitoris. When it looks like a nubbin. It looks like a regular penis photoshopped with to be as small as Zoom possible. In on that. Yeah, is, is that, on is that a guy with... right? See, and so I don't think I don't think, I I don't think Matthew Harrison's is that. Do you? I, Matthew Harrison doesn't have three penis. three inches I'm a, three I'm inches hard. Sad I already three three inches. Inches. now I don't know what we're looking at. I don't want to know. Or I just want to qualify. We're not gro- if you there are there are many men who suffer from having a very very small micro penis. Um and I don't wanna I don't wanna be micro penisist um you know, on a completely serious note. Like people deal with all kinds of different genitalia. Um there are people who are hermaphroditic who have both. There are people who have really, really, really small penises. There are women who have really large clitorises that are embarrassed about it. So I just want to say like, yeah, it's a little shocking to look at, but I mean, especially you know. when you Google micro penis and all the stuff that comes up. Yeah, that yeah. that is shocking. Like is that this shock like, is, is this real. Three inches. We're looking at Matthew's index. Three finger. inches is because this, this is an inch, no. right? Yeah, that's yeah. like an inch. So, so one, Sam finds yeah. out that his pe- he is a small too, penis, well. and but but I guess my point would be. She didn't even feel that it went in. That's my thing. Do, I mean, yeah. like, cat for my ladies, for all my ladies out there. Uh, I mean, you is... you know whether it's in or not, right? I mean, first of all, I, I have a big problem with her saying I have a, I have a micro penis problem with her saying, um, "Okay, I'm ready. Put it in." First of all, who says that? Um, but secondly, uh, I, 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 I mean, is there no getting around it if either? It were a... that if it were so small? I, I would definitely notice. I think, yes. I think three inches you would notice. Three I mean, inches yeah. is the my understanding of it is that it's you. Maybe she. <laughs> here we go. Maybe she thinks it's just teasing. You know. Maybe maybe she he has. Oh, maybe yeah. she's like, all right. She probably thinks he's it working in. it around the yes, entrance. That's and, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's kind of just like that yeah. makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. that makes okay. sense. But, but to me. yes, I mean to answer your question, I, I would I wouldn't. I would know that something was not completely happening. I would think that something was not completely happening that that there wasn't a penis entering me if it was that if it was so small. I mean even I mean, if it's also part to set up the joke. Yes. It is, but I think if someone truly suffered from like micro penis, that would be something to be talked about before you're putting it in and someone doesn't think you're putting it in. Yeah. Just just to like full disclosure like healthy sexuality just like, "Hey, I've got a situation, but it can be fun. Let's figure out." I'm being so 2014 right now, but I'm just saying like warn yeah. a bitch. Sex Give positive. me a warning, that's all. 2014. Warn a bitch. <laughs> is, that, is that a deal breaker? Is a small penis a deal breaker for you guys? Uh, no. Uh, I guess not. It can't be, right? Yeah. I, th- Look, I don't think it would be for me. Well, I think you have okay. to figure... Let's, let's dissect this a little bit. Samantha's Ew. problem is that, like, you know, Charlotte's saying, well, is he, could he be good with his tongue? Yeah, yeah. God bless um, Charlotte. And, you know, it's like God Samantha bless. does not want to even entertain that. 
Because it's she, the she whole package. The I like. She says, "I like a penis. I like how it looks. Like a big dick, I long like how pink, it like a rose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Richard. That's why Richard's is so per- the perfect. He's the perfect dick. Yeah. And so, I mean, I guess it's mm. look. It's up to individual preference. Yeah. Of course, there are some people who are going to care about that more than others. There are people. There, it's 2014. We run the Warner spectrum bench. of sexuality. There are pe- two asexual people who could, I mean, a guy with a micro penis could meet somebody with a, a micro really, vagina. Yeah, a tight but this vagina. Is the, but that doesn't mean they're asexual. But this is the no, 90s I'm just and saying, we're talking about Samantha Jones. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. True. And that's, that's why it's so, it's, I mean, sorry, Matthew Harrison, but it's so satisfying and hilarious and great to watch. <laughs> Because it's that's the Samantha we know and love. Mm-hmm. Sorry, this is unapologetically who she is. She just yes. wants that big D. She likes yes. looking She at just it. likes it. She wants it even though she's in love. It doesn't matter what was she thinking. That's Who was deal. that woman? It doesn't matter anymore. It's, it just snapped her back to reality. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, she's you know? being true to herself. Alec, I, I'm sorry. I want to know what you were going to say before because we all completely interrupted you. Why did you first become kind of obsessed with micro penis? Howard um, Stern something? Oh no! I just I had seen that Howard Stern show, and I did I wasn't aware that it was a thing Oof. before, and then I saw it, and then oh, became he fascinated did a show by, on it. But but also became fascinated by the subculture of pornography, where women humiliate men with very. So small it's not penises. them having sex; it's just a woman yelling at a naked guy with a tiny. Penis. Or sometimes they'll engage with a sexual act, and it'll be two women, and the woman engaging in the sexual act is laughing at the man as she's. Engaging in the sexual. Wow. I don't think that's Aww. very nice. That's not very nice. <laughs> if I was dating someone it's and they not. left the room and I went through all their things and I found a tape of that, then I would leave them in a second, just like Miranda did to Ted Baker, whatever the hell his name was. It, I probably listen, would too. it was really it sounds like up. someone needs a good spanking. Oh, was, she didn't leave him. Was, found out that, yeah, that's right. It was that's fucked right. up when I saw it, but I can't have sex without watching it now. <laughs> Those things just really stick. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, uh, so we know, we now, I guess we've now agreed that we found out something about Samantha's character. Like we, at least the, at least this storyline came back around to reinforcing something we know about Sam Jones. Um, Carrie. We, are we going there? Sam oh check, boy. Miranda check, Charlotte check, let's just yeah. do it. Miranda ends up with Spooner at the end, Sam likes that big dick, Charlotte still believes in marriage because she has faith, and now it's time for what night. happens with Carrie. 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 At the very beginning of the episode, runs into big on the street. Now, She's can on we, a Sunday can we, can really run into. Can, know, can we say what she was doing, which I think is a little weird. She yeah. was uh, she was doing research that morning. That's remember? right. She was she beginning to think about Sundays. religion. Yes. And so she put on her track pants. Yes. Yeah. Because we all know Carrie loves to exercise. She looked like yes. a wastrel. She got her she absolutely cappuccino did. and decided to stand in front of a church as one and does. judge the people walking out. Yeah, yeah, that's what she. You're. That's right. Our relationships, the religion of the '90s. Having been raised in the church of "Be nice to people and don't talk with your mouth full," I decided to check out some more traditional religious types in their natural habitat. As I watched people leaving church, I was amazed at how they looked. Valentino, Escada, Oscar de la Renta. What is it about God and fashion that goes so well together? And suddenly, there he was wearing Armani on Sunday. Mr. Big. Because... She's a social 
sexual anthropologist. Yes, she asked the, the question, are relationships the religion of the, the 90s? 90s? That mm. makes no sense. Something Actually, I think it makes sense. Please explain it. Because it's I've like, had a cocktail. Because it's like, you know, religion's the thing that you worship. And so it's like, are in the 90s, are you worshiping a relationship? The uh, idea of that. Finding a man, be, like, finding that perfect person. That's, your, that's who you worship. That's who you... That's what you believe in. That's what you put all your faith into is just relationships. That makes total sense. I wish Thank she had you. said that. It makes yeah. perfect sense to me. I didn't have a cocktail. I had a micro cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> so Carrie... I love I love looking at a good cocktail. Carrie mm. has strolled down the street. She's standing in front of... I didn't even know I drank it. Uh, it was a bear. Was it Park Avenue? <laughs> yes. Park Avenue It's Presbyterian. one of the best churches in the Upper East Side. Don't you know... And out walks Mr. Big with his mother. Well, hello there, churchgoer. Hey. What are you doing here? Research. I'm doing a column on closet Presbyterians. You know any? Actually, I'm an atheist, but don't tell that to the minister. Who's the mystery woman? My mother. I take her to church every Sunday. Really? I'm so loving that. How come you never told me? Well, you write every Sunday, so... So, every Sunday, church. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, I've got 20 minutes before my ragball game. Why don't we have a cup of coffee? Oh, I can't. I'm on deadline, and this cappuccino just kicked in, so... So... Bye. God bless. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was sweet. Oh, it was sweet. sweet. It was really God sweet. bless big. And so Carrie sees them, and the first thing she thinks is, oh, that's sweet. And the second thing she thinks is, he better tell me he loves me, and I've got to meet that mom, and I've got to meet her now, and of course she knows who I and am. And he's got to take me to church in order for me to meet I'm her. I'm sorry, Carrie is such a crazy bitch. Lunatic. She is absolutely this episode- nuts. Listen, the shit she starts pulling a couple episodes say, back. There are a couple of moments in this episode where Big uh, says or does something, mostly says something, where I'm like, oh, Big. But I actually believe that Carrie pushed him to a point where he involuntarily lashed out a little bit. Slash, not lashed out, but just like felt backed into a corner. I, I guess, feel like. And if, reacted. If you saw this show. From Big's perspective, <laughs> it might be like Swim Fan, where he's like, I'm at it's church not, with my mom. It's just not what unlike the, that. Well, what well, the fuck is she doing outside my church? So Big right. comes up to Carrie and is like, oh, what are you doing here? Or whatever. And she's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and, you know, you know, it's That's not. funny. You have a mother and you never introduced me. We're done. And Big very, you know, says, this is what I do. It's the sweet thing yeah. I do with my mom every Sunday or whatever. You, you always you, write on you Sundays. Do your writing. So I had no reason to mention And then he's like, why don't we like hang out right now? And she's like, no, I have a deadline. And then she's like, I feel like I didn't even know him. And then she <laughs> says, then, what, doesn't she say something like, God bless. Yeah. And yeah. Walk yeah. away. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you, dude. She I says know. that it's, a, she says it's one of those moments in a relationship where you learn something about someone you thought you knew everything about. Right. What is the big deal? I don't know. <laughs> I, I could ask myself that question for the rest of my life. That's yeah. true. But, and the, here's another thing about going back and watching episodes uh, from an early season that you'd never seen before. I learned two things about Carrie and Big. One, Carrie writes on Sunday. 
Yeah, something that's true. I, I didn't, know that. didn't know that. You read on Sunday. Intriguing. Yeah. Okay, I'll take it. And then Big is an atheist. Now, yeah. here's my yeah. thing about learning Big is an atheist is I want to know as little about Big as possible. <laughs> I love how mysterious he is. Yeah. I read an interview with Michael Patrick King where he said... One of the reasons he chose never to name Mr. Big was that he always wanted to seem just out of reach for kids. Oh. Very, very oh, good. Oh, that's like In butter. MPK we trust. Yes, exactly. And I, I don't know. Allegiance. I mean, okay, he's an atheist. Not a huge deal. He, but it's just the more also, I learn about him, the more questions are answered. The more of a solidified might I figure also, I can make of him. Might I also just posit... I believe he's probably telling the truth. However, the way he says, I'm an atheist, is kind of coy. Yeah. And maybe he's not an atheist. Maybe not. He yeah. might have been saying that just to push a button. I didn't think about it that way. And you know what? Like we I mean, know in a later episode that he does believe in souls. And he, and he believes in... He likes the word soul. Yeah. And he likes, he likes the, word the word mate. mate. Other than that, you got me. Yeah. yeah. So... Daniel, what does Carrie say to Big? Uh, they're having dinner. They're having dinner and, and Carrie says... I, uh, when am I going to meet your mother? Oh, she doesn't say that, but she says... She might as well. Basically, she says... She goes, I want to meet your mom. No, she says, invite invite me to church with your mom, basically. Mm-hmm. She doesn't ask. Mm-mm. No. She, she doesn't wait for... I feel like the... Nor- it's frustrating, because this is something that I feel like if Big were comfortable doing, he would have asked her. That's yes, right. Of course. That's right. And... I feel like it's rude and I presumptuous rude. and a little annoying for Carrie to yes. to be like wildly narcissistic. It, it's to expect to, she feels like one of the, one of my pet peeves about p- human beings in general is as people that have a sense of entitlement. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, that really just yes. grates my cheese. You don't. Yeah. There is no nothing gives you the right Ooh. to impose yourself on my plans with my family. You know, one thing I will say about all that Carrie's done in this season really is sometimes I have to take a step back and reel myself back and say thank god that Carrie does these things because for us as sexy 20 somethings mm-hmm. it's a masterclass in what not Absolutely. to do yes. Yes. it's every you know because you you have those crazy thoughts sometimes where it's like mm-hmm. we all have Carrie thoughts but yes. Carrie does all she's those all things she's all id yeah. you know, she just does you know them. like oh what I go read this person's diary you know what I mean like I mm-hmm. wish I could meet this guy's mom you know kind of thing and then Carrie takes it to the the, the horrible violent extreme yes so who is this fabulous mother in the hat and when do I get to go to church with you two you want to go to church. Well, you say that like I'm the Antichrist or something. No. Sis, I never thought of you as the church type. Oh, really? What type am I? The incredibly beautiful and intelligent type. <laughs> what religion are you? I have no one religion in particular. I'm open to all. Oh. Kind of like 7-Eleven? Come on. I want to go to church with you and your mommy. How about the Sunday? Well, it's just a private little thing my mother and I do, just the two of us. And I have to choose to look at it that way. Otherwise, otherwise I'll get so frustrated. I'm like, it's good that she's doing this because now I know yes. I can never, like, we right. have to It's like Miranda says, you're living in a fantasy. You're living in a fantasy. Then don't you go to Paris with him. And, but to, I think that's the point. Paris. Carrie's always living in a fantasy. Yeah, and, and it's something that I didn't notice. I mean, I've seen, gosh, I've seen these episodes hundreds of times yes. probably and i've seen this whole series a couple of times yeah. uh-huh. more more than a couple of times but going back through like through season 1 mm-hmm. i'm really seeing 
and maybe it's because like I'm a little older now, but seeing the the crazy, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, really seeing it. Let yes. me guys, let me ask you this question, which is: Is meeting the parents really important? I mean, is that does that signify something big in the does. relationship? I think well, it does, but it's it should be up to the person with the parent. That's to, right. Yeah. yeah. It absolutely should be. And also, yeah. how long have they been dating at this months. point? She oh, she months. Months. We're, we're a little yeah. muddy there to me. Yes. Where it's like, are we talking like three months? Are we talking like right. 11 months? But right. this is also what is different about every single relationship. Some people who have been dating for months know the daily schedule of their partner. That's like, right. I know exactly you're, what you're they're doing every right, day. Alec. Alec, and for them, totally right. Right. but for them, it seems like that's not the case. Well, for them, some... it seems like, oh, I don't know what you do most nights right. of the week, except the nights that we're and together. And some people like Miranda have a relationship to the extent where they give birth to somebody's child before they meet their mother. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what happens true. with Miranda and Steve. That's yeah. true. She, she's your ma. It's after watching all of it, it's, it's like, and I guess if I had to choose a side or whatever, I'm on big side, I guess. But be, because you see, Big is giving as much of himself as he can give at That's this right. time. That's right. And Carrie expects so much from him that it's frustrating for her. Mm-hmm. But if you watch it from like Big's point of view, it's like, oh my gosh, like actions are speaking so much louder than words. I wish Carrie could see all these things he's yes. opening up and doing for her. I think if you if you're looking at it from Carrie's perspective and you're trying to be sympathetic to her. Then you can see certain actions on Big's part as as trying to hold on to her without giving away too much. Mm-hmm. Like, he sure. offers her things as kind of consolation prizes, but what he's... Like, I, I'm trying to be articulate, because if you're, if you're crazy Carrie and you're like, oh, he's offering me this vacation, but is he just trying to, like, distract me from the real issue? When, in my opinion... What I can see where she would read it that way. Like yes. he's he'll give her X, but he won't give her Y, which is what she really wants. But but I, but I think if you're looking at it from Big's perspective, he's he's trying to offer her what he can. Yes. And like I think said, to Matthew. Daniel's point, why does she feel that she's entitled to anything more than what he wants to give her? Right. We are all separate human beings and we are all lucky to be given whatever it is that each of us gives to each other, friendship or relationship, yeah. whatever it may be. But just because we're in a relationship doesn't mean you're entitled to every single thing about me. And I would argue that it's that philosophy that keeps relationships interesting and yeah. respectful and fun yes. instead of just being like, you're allowed to have anything from me right. that you want uh-huh. physically or emotionally or mentally. I have, yeah, and I Big have... is a guy who wants his own space and to do things and in what his Carrie, own time. What I, Carrie, what I, I, what Carrie doesn't put into her perspective, I think, is the fact, and this kind of gets referenced in a way later in the episode, but doesn't... Big was married, has been married, and Mm -hmm. has been divorced by by this point. Yes. He's had a marriage. That's right. So she knows he's capable of committing to that level. Yes, but also, he... He needs some time, Yes, Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like, don't pressure him. He's had marriage turn out in the exact opposite of the intention of marriage. Yeah. So maybe he just needs to take his time. I And I think what Carrie's doing, and I've had people in my life do this to me, is she's placing expectations on a person, but 
and then punishing them for not meeting expectations that she of, never I laid out. Some examples yeah, so like she's upset with him, and spoiler alert: at the end of this episode, decides not to go on this well, like this, Bahamas vacation. This is what we didn't say. Well, and hopefully you've just watched the episode or have seen the episode. But while they're at dinner at you know at his his apartment, she. She says, you know, meet, I want to meet your your mom. Take me to church. And he basically says no. Mm-hmm. Um, and he way. says, but you know what? Like, we we need a vacation. Why don't I pay for us to go yeah. on an amazing, beautiful, just hol- the two of hilarious us vacation? Out of, out yeah. of the country. And All you have to do is buy me one big margarita. So charming and oh, so nice. So and charming. it sounds great. I want to go. I know. I want to go. Carrie, I want to go on the vacation. I don't care if yeah. you want to go right now. Yeah. I'll go. I don't care about your stupid mom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. who's a fuck? I want to go to the Bahamas get drunk. <laughs> that ticket probably still has not your mom. Literally, fuck. No, literally, <laughs> just do it. Yeah, I but think I said out loud while we were watching it. it just go already. fuck him on the beach. Right. That's right. <laughs> so, Calm down. So, the, already. so the spoiler alert, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get to what happens at the church in a second, but she doesn't end up going on the vacation with mm-hmm. him. The vacationi, mm-hmm. I think, Ugh. is how Stanford, Stanford pronounced it. Another Son great oh, one-liner who? from Stanford. You know, because she just can't she just because she, he refuses to say that he doesn't love her and she's not the one for him it just it's, it makes literally the logic no fucking is so sense. is so frustrating to me because it's it's oh i saw you with your mother right why didn't you invite me to meet your mother right why didn't you tell me that you love me right now before we go on this vacation why together? didn't you tell me you had a mother yeah, yeah. exactly That's it sounds feels so like. desperate because she says to him you don't have to say it in front of everyone you don't have to tell your mother just say it to me it's so desperate yeah well speaking and manipulative. of speaking of so desperate this is what carrie does when big says no no you're not going to come to church with me and my mom that's <sighs> our little thing that's our private thing because i'm a good son yeah. carrie decides to put on a big old flop hat oh my god and goes like a motherfucking candy striper ass and then go to church to spy on big and the mom this this is swim fan. Lunatic. This is single white female Lunatic. boil a rabbit territory yeah, shit. This is, this is and not. She, and I Carrie, won't be ignored. And Carrie yeah. never sees it like that. Yeah, not ever. I'm no. Die Even, for you. <laughs> so what happens is Carrie goes to church and she sits on the the, the, the front row of the with balcony Miranda. with Miranda. Miranda comes along. Yeah. God bless. Loudly Miranda. talking shit about all kinds. of I know, of saying all kinds of words in church. Yeah. And Carrie throws a Bible off of the balcony. I'm just kidding. They stand up to, to, to pray or something. Can I just stop you for a second, Dion? Please. That's like the loudest noise that exists. It is. Is taking like a textbook or a thick <laughs> yeah. book. I remember in school what we would do to I fuck know. with Mrs. Silver or like whatever substitute teacher we would have is you take those giant textbooks and you would mm-hmm. hold them up and you would drop them on that <gasps> school floor mm-hmm. because it makes the loudest gunshot smack it's noise. It's so that can loud. Exist. It really is one. Especially in, in Park Avenue Presbyterian. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a fact that it's one of the loudest recorded sounds. Yeah. yeah. It's science. It's called the brown note, actually. So it falls from the balcony all the way to the ground and slam! Everybody looks up and and looks at Carrie and Carrie charmingly shrugs. She embarrassingly <laughs> shrugs and is like, "Oh, I can't believe I did that." Yeah, yeah. and oh, lo- and looks right looks big. straight at Big and is like, oh, "Whoopsie, I guess I'm at church." Yeah, and, and she's lucky Big doesn't call the cops on her stalker lunatic ass. And yeah. so she decides she has to say hi to him afterwards. So she sends Miranda off because she doesn't need her right now, <laughs> yeah. which she does later when she and which Miranda go on a double date. Double date? Yes. I could yeah. choke. Seriously, I'm... you can go now. Why, yeah, why doesn't Carrie just bring her bullshit bagels? 
pickles while she's at it. <laughs> There's not even a cream cheese. <laughs> I'd love to know what Miranda was doing in that interim time. What was Miranda yeah. doing in the interim? Was she, she didn't have a smartphone. She's probably talking to shit at. to no one, standing in a corner saying smarmy one. I think she Aww. was in the bathroom looking at her orange hat and wondering if that was a bad decision with her red hair. I think I should have washed her hands and then realized she was wearing long gloves. <laughs> I think Miranda went back to Crafty and sat in her war trailer and waited for wardrobe for the next scene. That's what she did. That's what she did. But so because no thought was given to what Carrie, Miranda was doing. <laughs> We've now all decided. Carrie so Carrie stays after. Carrie stays after and um, to meet Carrie Carrie. Carrie, 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 <laughs> Carrie has to introduce herself to Big's mom and expects she's entitled to this amazing reaction. What she wants is, what, is for Big's mom to say, "Oh my goodness, you're the, the one. Carrie Bradshaw, the you love so of my much. son's oh, life, Carrie, Carrie, the was. one he wants I to have children with." So, so Big, oh. says, Big says, "Hi, mom. This is my friend. Ouch." My friend Carrie, right? Oh, that hurts. And then Carrie literally does the... Yeah, Carrie, Carrie. Carrie. Yeah. And And his mother is so polite and sweet, and she says, well, I'm going to go say goodbye to the priest, or the pastor. It was so good to meet you, dear. She's she's so polite. And and honestly, I can't blame Big for saying this is my friend Carrie. I can't either. He's under no obligation to have told his mother about Carrie yet. He's having the best time with Carrie. I can't. But that doesn't mean he's in love. Especially when it's the ambush in, like, yeah. yeah, What does she expect? She needs to understand social propriety. He could have reasonably said, this is my insane stalker, Carrie. But he didn't. He was polite. Or he could have said, I don't know that woman. (laughs) Yeah. Mother, go to the car. Run. I also can't blame him when Carrie goes all nag, like doesn't want the TV for anniversary present kind of thing, mm-hmm. where she's like, just calls him out on it and was like, you didn't introduce me or like, or we've been going out for months. I'm not your whatever. And he goes, um, uh, I didn't want to introduce her to another girlfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean that, that hurts and it stings, but I can't blame him for no. saying that and because he, that's where he's you coming know, from. Honestly, mm-hmm. it is where he's coming from. And I think under any other circumstances, he would never have said that to Carrie, right. but you know what? He's a human, right. and he's been pushed so far. He has, yeah. and, and maybe and he's she's not right taking a so hint. Many times. He's said the right things so many times, and I honestly, think he's eternally patient. Yes, he's so patient. But even Big is human, and if Carrie's going to push him to this point where he says, "I'm not ready to have you come meet my mom. It's my thing," and she shows up anyway, that he can say she didn't need to meet another girlfriend. Right. I'm sorry, but maybe Carrie needs to hear the truth, yeah. and he's yes. he cannot coddle her forever. Yeah. And it's no. fulfilling that prophecy that Carrie created for herself. That's like, well, he didn't introduce to his mother so that means he doesn't love me you know what I mean so she pushes him to a point where he says those things like another girlfriend my friend right. or whatever where she's like I knew it I knew that I, I knew felt it like the air of that moment is like the audience is supposed to be on Carrie's side and we're supposed to go oh well I think you know are we going back I think I, I think are, probably the, I, can't. I think probably the first time I watched the episode I think I probably was on I Carrie's side I think I did too really I'm sure I think I was too because Carrie's I think Carrie's the protagonist, she right? Is. Yeah. So yeah. everything she doesn't say has has to be right and right. has to be, you know, good and guys are the enemy or whatever, that whole thing. So now really like taking a step back and being like, "Wait a minute." A lot of what Carrie does is obnoxious and crazy yeah. and not every character is perfect and people lie sometimes and mm-hmm. do ridiculous things. Yeah. And there are very little repercussions sometimes to yeah. some of their actions yeah. or yeah, whatever. There are. I guess yeah. my question would be in response to that 
what are we supposed to take from Big wanting to take her on to on a vacation? I mean, is that what is that supposed to represent? I, I well, I think that I think it's Big's I think it's Big's way of showing that he's ready to like to travel together that's like yes. a big yeah. step or whatever I, it's I something so I don't believe I don't believe it's a consolation for not I agree it's yeah. not I, I think it's set up that way so it can seem that way and I think that's what Carrie if needs you're Carrie, to see if you're Carrie that's what you're saying and I think also there needs to be we were talking about season finale season mm-hmm. finale something big that's supposed to happen mm-hmm. right yeah. it's a big step for them to travel together to leave I remember when Ryze were watching this episode and he was like we should go on a vacation obviously knowing how this episode's gonna end mm-hmm. thinking Wow, how crazy and fun would it be if oh. the end of the season they go on some trip together? Yeah. Think about how different the series would be Absolutely. if they went on some trip together. I think it's together. such a big step. I mean, like I was saying, actions speak louder than words. So it's like maybe he's not saying, I love you, you're the one, but we're about to go. Girl, you need a sign. A sign's right there. It's called your plane ticket. Right. I know, right? Let's go. Hey, hurry. We're going to miss the plane. Wait, wait, wait. Put them down a second. Just put them down. Okay. What? I need a sign. I mean, you told me to have faith, but see, um, I'm kind of losing mine, so, so, I need a sign. What, like, in those old religious movies, you want a voice from above? Just tell me I'm the one. Come on, you don't, you don't have to tell your mother or the whole world, just... Just tell me. And it's not like she has one foot in the grave. Like, let the relationship blossom. Like, why? This is the Charlotte piece of it, too. It's like, stop just trying to get to the destination and enjoy the journey. Now now it's like, it's not like Samantha's getting married anytime soon now, either. No, not with that tiny peen. And I think we need to understand. I think we need to, and I'm with you, Daniel. I think think the first time I saw this episode, I I was seeing it from Carrie's perspective but now i think we're meant to see what a goddamn mess carrie is and how young she is i mean i know she's 32 yeah, she's or whatever like Lena Dunham mess. Yes, yes she's and and you know she's 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 emotionally naive and she's expecting that because she needs that validation and she needs to be with someone eventually who's gonna love her as much as she loves them and who's who knows who's sure she's the one and she wants that pure love you're living but in the a thing fantasy is Carrie. you're living in a fantasy and and for most people that pure love doesn't come that easily and big is showing her the kind of love she's looking for it's just it's just taking more love. time Show me and he's gonna, he's showing her more than he's probably shown any woman since his ex-wife, I'm sure. Since Bob. And it's not enough for her because she needs what she... She needs the person she's with, i.e. Big, 
to show her what she needs, not what they're ready for. And if we look at the whole series, movies included, big spoiler alerts, whatever. Aiden included. Who cares about Aiden? (laughs) Um, I I definitely don't. Um, What you know and where you going? Hey, Pop-Tart. Sick. Um, (laughs) When I think Aiden, I I just think... I want to talk about it. I just think fried chicken. I think of fried chicken, fat belly. Rub my belly. Baggy, white, tiny white. I love Aiden. uh, Not like I love Big, though. Anyway... Carrie obviously ends up with Big, right? Yeah. And it it doesn't end up being that fairy tale perfect romance, nope. right? Mm-hmm. Am I right, ladies? That's right. Yeah. How Absolutely about the right. how about that wedding day disaster? Yes, that's how about right. That? They obviously how about that end affair? up They obviously end up together. I do do I? Yep. Yeah. Like they obviously Manhattan. end up together, right? Yes. So if what Carrie is expecting at the end of this first season is I need somebody that is is needs me knows that I'm t- needs me to feel that I'm the one that I'm uh-huh, definitely the uh-huh. one that yeah. this is true love and it's gotta be like that well guess what Carrie it turns out it's not gonna be like that nope. he is the one you just don't yeah. don't right now and maybe you gotta get rid of some of this crazy and just throw it mm-hmm. all on Aiden that's right yes. so by the time Big comes back around you were like wow oh it gosh. turns out he was right it there in front of me, me all more, the, to- the whole it time it makes yep. me appreciate Preach. a later episode more which is when Aiden's parents are in town and she does not want to meet them Interesting. Then we get you the entire. Right. We yeah. she plays big in that scenario you now, crazy. and I think it's because Carrie deep down knows that Aiden's not the one. I think yeah. we all knew. I mean, wait till we get to Aiden. Episodes. Aiden's a great guy, but he's Aiden, not the guy for you, he, Carrie. He's a great, great guy. He's terrible for Carrie. I read yes. something today that John Corbett very recently said in a phone interview that he would have loved in Sex and the City too if he could have broken up Big and Carrie's marriage. He would he thought that would have been mm-hmm. like really fun. Gosh, to why don't you with. just fuck her too so we can both be back? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I diaper your dog. Um, I, I want to. Br- oh, go ahead, Alex. Two two stray observations that um, also <laughs> backs up the theory of fatal attraction here. Uh-huh. Carrie says she takes his rabbit and she cooks the rabbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she says I stayed up all night, which all is night. insane. Insane. Really and then crazy. she said I cried for a week. Yep. Which is it's insane. Like, it's kind of like Wait, when she and Aiden one. finally right break the, up. Right at the very end. Yeah, yeah she's like big left, and I cried for a week. But I just like imagining that she literally right. cried. For well, it's also not it's, Sunday. She writes on Sunday. No, no, it's she like cannot. Her fake of, SJP um, tears, the ones where she doesn't actually cry. <laughs> she just puts her head down, and her hair, her cocker spaniel hair flops in her face. <laughs> it's like when she and Aiden break up, finally, really break up, and she, she, he leaves the apartment after ball cock, like helping her fix her toilet, and then she, uh, she says. Three hours later, I peeled myself off the bathroom floor, and I'm like, "You've been sitting on the bathroom floor for three <laughs> oh, hours." Oh, my heart. I guess that's I guess that's not that crazy. I've done similar. You things, have to forgive me. You have, you have to, to forgive, forgive me. Maiden. You have to forgive me. <laughs> well, that was very Judy Garland of you. Thank Nancy. you. Um. Uh, okay. Um. Uh, I can't, let's let's lighten things up just a little bit. Okay. For, well, actually, I do want to mention one more thing about Carrie and Big, which is. She Talk says, about the smallest penis we've she, ever seen. Yeah. Ball cut can't well, be I the do. last thing we say to each other. It can't. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie says to Big in this this season one, episode twelve, season one finale, just tell me I'm the one. Yeah. And what does Big say to Carrie at the end of season six? You're the one, Carrie. Oh, oh, oh come all ye faithful. Triumphant, oh, come ye, oh, come. 
Merry anyway. Christmas, you guys. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you son of a bitch. That's right. I already got it, sweetie. I already, I already that makes me think of them that sad, sad, sweet moment of the of the first mo- Sex oh, City I knew movie. Oh, say that. Where she's wearing her you're fur coat and her blurry yeah. snoot yeah. hat. On. Should all the queens <laughs> oh, It's so sad. Batman. Big is eating that steak all by himself. Bit me. Go get that man. Hey, happy new year. Happy new year. <laughs> and then you kiss. Batman. <laughs> um, okay. No, but, uh, hey, y'all. Um, hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. But uh, I do have to mention, the city. we got a, we had some serious conversation, which I guess is appropriate for a season finale, even though this wasn't the most bang-up season finale. But I do want to say, um, we, the hardest I've heard us all <laughs> laugh in a long time was Miranda's, uh, Miranda's <laughs> comment when Samantha's so upset and about about James's tiny peen. And she Miranda goes, I understand. Sex- she goes, I had sex with a guy whose whose penis was about the, was like one of those miniature golf pencils. I didn't know where they was trying to fuck me or erase me. <laughs> we laughed very, very that, hard. It was a hearty chuckle. It was a good It's guffaw. so ridiculous. Yeah. It's so, so ridiculous. Funny. It was fantastic. But, it was but no offense to golf pencils out there. No. no. Oh, but I God. love... No, I love do they have erasers? No, they really none I of them do. I think that's what distinguishes a golf pencil is that there's no. That, I don't know about golf pencils. Tiny, I do know no about eraser. IKEA pencils. Ooh, I yes, love IKEA. That, that's Look at true. IKEA. Ooh. Ooh. Um, uh, but I do. I that stall, that uh, bathroom stall scene, is really fun and very quintessential really Sex and the City because mm-hmm. Samantha's crying and and it it kind of subverts that thing of. Uh, a romantic comedy scene where there's this girl and she's crying over a guy because he, you know, he he doesn't want to be with me because I didn't want to sleep with him or whatever. Some romantic bullshit. But on Sex and the City, it's that she's one of the characters is crying because he's devastated. His dick is too small. And then, uh, and then your penis is too small. small. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, <laughs> and then, in typical Sex and City fashion, sh- sweet demure Charlotte says one sort of How thing that he? surprises. Yeah. everybody. Yeah. That's true. How is he with his tongue? Yeah. Never looks her. And we know, <laughs> we know that later Charlotte ends up going out with Mr. Like Mr. Cunnilingus. I forget his name, but the guy who's really, really great at oral sex. I don't remember. Oh, I don't remember that yeah, either. I think it's season two. But anyway, uh, yeah, we know she likes that downtown. When it comes to Charlotte, down. all I can think is analingus. Yeah, mm, you know she <laughs> yes. loves We're putting her tongue butt. around that, around that. Brown, that one-eyed monster. <laughs> that great. balloon, that gray balloon knot. Don't it make my brown eye blue? Oh, a little monkey fist. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I saw your brown eye winking. Up I'm at me. so glad we made it to the end of the first season. Yes, you guys, no more season one. But I, I will say, I was looking ahead to the first couple episodes, first several episodes of season two. Season two, I don't know very well either. It's. I think it's season two is the season I've seen the least, actually. It's it's there's some great stuff in season two, but there's some really bad stuff. Really? Isn't season two like all golden showers? No, that's season three. Well politically. Season two has um the freak show, which is just a super gimmicky episode. There's some stuff like that. It's it's uh you know, prepare yourself. We're not you out this. of it yet. When you think of Sex in the City, what's the first episode title you think of? I love a charade. Mine uh, is to or, or, or Great Sex Expectations. Mine is for some reason Attack of the Five Foot Ten Women. It's not like I like that's that episode. You I think love about that. It a lot. No, you I do just, like that episode. It's a good one. I don't know. That's the title I always think. I think of, of To Market to Market. To Market to Market is one I think of as well. Yeah. I think Lights Camera or Relationship. Splat <laughs> or Catch Thirty Eight. Oh, out of the frying pan. Out of the frying pan. Yeah. Catch Thirty Eight. Yeah. yeah. Boy girl, boy girl. Are American we girl sluts? Paris. 
Were there any good titles Party from the first the season? De... Huh? Were there any good titles from the first season? Let's I see, thought we... the, the, they it was were what, just Sex and City, yeah, Models and Nerds, The Drought, Pigs, The Drought, oh, come Power of Female Sex, Secret oh, come Sex. Come all you Was 20 something yeah. now? The Valley of the 20 something. Valley yeah. of the 20 something. Because later there's an episode that's like 20 something. 30-something women versus 20 Is season two the really lame episode where Carrie's too cool to kiss Alanis Morissette? It's so Ugh. fucking stupid. Yes, episode. boy girl, boy girl. God, that oh. one sucks. Yeah, I get ready. I hate that episode. Yeah. Who is that? I, I, She's I, dating We sound like we hate this show. Well, we, we, we don't. We if, if it sounds like we're hating it, literally the second I get home, I'm going to start watching season two on HBO yeah. Go. Yeah. Like, the second I get the home. The moment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's all I want to do. Oh, I was thinking earlier today about the one I wanted to watch, but now I've forgotten it. Oh, no. We'll figure it out. The one you want to watch. <gasps> this was a pretty somber episode, y'all. What, Daniel? I was going to ask. Have a, that shit-eating grin on I was that, just going to. That, that balloon-not-eating grin I was just going to ask, since it is. It, <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> since it is, you know, it's like the season one finale or yeah. whatever. Can we quickly go around and say what's our our favorite episode of the whole series? Is that yeah. too early? Have we done to that say? before? No, it's not no, too early. We've never done Why that? not? This is a celebratory. Yeah, we're moment. celebrating a little bit. We're all here. What's yeah. your all favorite here. episode? I know mine. Mine's I know really mine easy. too. I know what yours is, Matthew. I love a charade. Yeah, I love a charade is tied with me, and then the one, one, one. God, those are just, those are so good. What like What's it. the name of the first episode of season five? The one with the sailors. Anchors, Anchors away. away. Anchors away. away might be m- great. Yeah, the only phone. Yeah. Um, I think. And I can't have nobody talking shit about my boyfriend. Um, I, I, uh, I'm not sure if I can pick my very favorite right this very, very moment, favorite. but I will say one of my favorites is season two, the season two finale. Um, what? Uh, what's it called? Oh, the wow. No, 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 no. no. I'm sorry. Me. Not the not the finale. It's um. It's the one where at the end she's at the uh, the the part. It's where Carrie throws up at the end when she sees Big and Natasha. Oh, I oh, love that's, that. Is that episode. the party episode? The one yeah. where Charlotte gets crabs. Yeah, yeah, that's when I, they it's go. It's not my favorite, but I do watch it a lot. Yeah, that's the one where I'm they go sure to the Hamptons. Um, yeah, but um, uh, if I had to, I mean, I think probably. Probably, I love a charade is one of my favorites. God, I don't know. I have so many. It's hard There's, for me. To I know pick. it's hard. That's, you know what? Probably, it's a miracle. Is, I have a favorite movie. I'll tell you what's probably great about I love a charade. I, I'm about to drop a revelation on you guys, oh my which okay. is please. I love a charade is an episode where none of the women are actively engaged in a relationship mm-hmm. in that moment. They're all either in the early stages oh. of one or pursuing one or coming out of one. Yeah. It's a rare moment where none of the, all of them are free for a moment yeah. and all of them are yeah. searching, but they're all optimistic too. They it's are. That afternoon Miranda went from X to sex. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it is an episode where it's a great season finale because it's a bookend, but it's also opening us up to new possibility. Ugh. The possibility of Miranda and Steve, the possibility that of me Charlotte feels and like a setup. I won't settle life. for anything less than the butterfly. Oh, it's such yeah. a good episode. The Zaza Zoo. I mean, it's just, it just, it, you're absolutely right. What that episode does is it evokes a feeling it does it, it really does. does and you the feel, best episodes and it smells like lilacs or whatever yeah. evoke a feeling when i think about angles away and the line about flowers. the boyfriend it's like that evokes a feeling of what the show is and what it represents yeah. and what it aspires to be on its best day. like aiden smells like greasy fried chicken bit yes oh, <laughs> at a roadside catch uh, ketchup stand oh, you know hot dog stand 
Mm. Um, Uneasy rider. Emotionally slutty. Thank you guys for all we've done thus far, and I I look so forward <laughs> to the wait. future. We've got so much more ahead of us, and I, I I'm excited to. I will it all. kill myself when we've gone through all the episodes and it's over. Yeah, in like it's, a couple of years. Don't worry, it's going to be like a year and a half at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's 96. enough time. We've got time. I, I here's my last thing I'll say about the first season is. If the if watching these episodes did anything for me, it gave me a greater appreciation for Big. Mm-hmm. I can and, see that. And that and that's not even coming mm-hmm. off of this episode. I'd say even prior to this episode, Absolutely. it yeah. made me understand why their relationship is so special mm-hmm. and why that he is genuinely a good guy. Because yeah. when you start in season two, like I did, or or season three, I think even he's a bad guy. yeah, it becomes right. like oh, he's going to it. Paris and he doesn't really care about if she comes along or not. And then he's cheating on his wife and he's like just kind of being an asshole. And, you know, he goes through the spectrum of emotions like we all do. Mm. But but what happens when you miss the first act is you miss the, the some of the stuff that makes him really great. You're completely really right. Special. I told you so. I agree. And I'm so glad that I saw that stuff. Me too. Me too. Carrie Honors, thank you for listening. Um... Thank, thanks so much for for just going along on the journey. And if you feel like leaving journey. us an iTunes rating or a comment, that'd be real cute. And like, feel free to interact with us on Twitter or Facebook as well. Because guess what? I, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. If you have listener questions, yeah, we might answer them. If you ask them. I have questions all the time. I don't know who to ask. We're saying to you, you can ask us yeah. your questions. Shout out to Chips and Dip Make Me Orgasm. <laughs> yeah. You, you, con- <laughs> you, you left us that sweet iTunes comment. Why don't you just like find us on Facebook and ask us like what our favorite Chips and Dip are for that orgasm. Shout out to Chips yeah. and Dip Make Me Orgasm. Yeah. yeah. What is your favorite dip? To make you orgasm, and why is it Trader Joe's hummus? It's, I was just gonna say mine is Trader Joe's hummus. When I dip, you dip, we dip. It's yeah. got all that natural estrogen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so so thanks for listening, and uh, until season two, until next time, carry, carry on. on.